Welcome to Parts of Unknown. Your name is... Rick Davis. Your name is... Michael Davis. And we are going to steal from the MCD show. And we are going to do our own little movie review commentary thingy like we've been doing with the Notorious MCD. And we are going to do Yoga Hosers. Uh, Kevin Smith classic. It's sort this of is a, the first one, first Kevin Smith movie I saw. It was a, this would have been it's a PG thirteen rated one, so it's one that you would have been able to see sooner than any of the other ones. And as far as I know, this is the only Kevin Smith movie that you've ever seen. Wink. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're gonna start. Um, uh, so we kind of did some research, and we have discovered that this movie is not on Netflix anymore. And it, we looked, and it's not on Amazon Prime. So the only way you can watch along with us on this this epic movie, this classic classic film, is if you have the DVD. So uh, uh, pop the dish in there. The only people that would be listening to this to watch along with us are our dear friends who actually have this DVD, I would assume. So, you know, throw the disc in. You can buy it or rent it off of YouTube. Can you can you get it off of YouTube? Yeah. You can can you buy or rent it on Amazon? I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> that, that great research. <laughs> Definitely. Great research. So we're going to start the movie in 5 4 3 2 1. Here we go. Uh, they, the, they can do that on their own time. They can they can discover where you can find where they can find it. <laughs> do your own research. What do you want us to do? Hold your hands? <laughs> we're quarantined too, people. We're we can't not, do all the work. We're not, I'm not gonna fish for you. You can, you can, you can go fishing on your own. So let's talk about Smodcast Pictures real quick. Kevin Smith sparked what he called Independent Film 2.0, and what happened with this deal is he was making so much movie money doing um, Q and A's going around doing Q&As and touring, he decided that instead of trying to make movies and to have them released in movie theaters, that he would start producing movies and take them on these tours. And that's how he would make his money. And he's made all of his money back. He did it with Red State. He did it with Yoga Hosers. He's very recently did it with Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. And I'll tell you uh, the research. Uh, the Jay and Silent Bob Reboot had the largest per screen uh, intake of any movie that was out when it was out. It made the most money per screen than any other movie. So pretty, pretty big deal. Kevin Smith is a big deal. So he he made his he made his life in the realm of being one of like the independent filmmakers with uh, Clerks, uh, and then he he did a he did a, 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 a like a big scale production movie with Mallrats that was a flop in the theaters, but is really. Well, it really gained its speed in the secondary market, mm-hmm. which is sort of the life of any any indie film is that it makes its money in the secondary market. I think that's that's the life of Kevin Smith. That's how he got everywhere is like his indie films and like people are like, yo, you never heard of Kevin Smith before? 
you haven't lived yet. Yes. <laughs> you need to watch these movies, and then it's just you begin a following. So like, what? I wasn't around, old man. But I'm assuming Clerks was like a huge thing when it first came out. You know, I remember people talking about this movie that was filmed from the perspective of a security camera in a Seven Eleven. And that's all I remember. I remember people talking about that film. And I finally watched it. Of all things, I became aware of Kevin Smith from my first class in seminary. That it was the, I was taking the ethics of everyday life. And I was introduced to the movie Chase and Amy. And it, a big, huge impact on me, Chase and Amy. Uh, uh, Joni Lauren Adams and Ben Affleck, uh, uh, Jason Lee, all in that. But uh, as we continue to, to see, uh, so the movie started, we just met uh, Glamthrax. <laughs> yes, Glamthrax. The Colleen's and Ichabod. The Colleen's. Colleen's. And, and Ichabod there. And um, Adam Brody. Making a guest appearance in a Kevin Smith movie. Adam Brody kind of pops up here and there a lot anymore in Kevin Smith films. And Kevin, Kevin, uh, yeah, Kevin Brody, is that his name? I believe so. Yeah, his career dates all the way back to the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I mean, that's an accomplishment right there. If I'm like, if I'm looking for actors and I see on your resume, it's Gilmore Girls and Kevin Smith. Yeah, I don't I, have. That, to, I don't. Yeah, that's I, it. You don't have to you're come in. You're in the film. You're, you're in the film. film. <laughs> and uh, literally, he, so you remember the band Hep Alien that Lane was a part of, and uh, she met Zach, her husband, in that band. Um, yeah. Well, Adam, Adam Brody, Adam Brody, Adam Brody played Lane's first boyfriend, and he was the moody guitar player in what became Hep Alien until Sebastian Bach took his place in the band and the the band took off yeah <laughs> yeah so I'll call back to tusk call back to tush do you want to talk about that uh yeah it's um so you tusk follows this podcaster dude and he's trying to find weird stories justin long justin long plays him and he ends up in this cabin in the woods of canada and this dude kind of just kind of tortures him in a way and turns him into a walrus. Uh, a character played by the master actor Michael Parks. Oh, real quick, Grandma just walked through the door. I mean, like she, I that, that's her hockey stick, right? <laughs> it's gotta there, be there's hers. no way that Grace Smith does not own a hockey stick. I, I'm calling mm -hmm. it right now. Yeah. And then the Colleens were there, and they helped stop the helps find and stop the walrus shenanigans from happening again they, they were so, very crucial in yeah. stopping the and stopping the the all of that so they're small they're hometown heroes with the stopping the tusk i like i like the um the shirt red right but never blue <laughs> red, red white but never blue i i want to tell you I, I i have a movie shirt the next the next movie thing that i get kevin smith wise i got mm -hmm. the jersey i've got the movies fun employee I want, yeah shirt. i want it i want an edge to z i want an a to z jacket yeah i mean i was i've been thinking about going as a a colleen forever for halloween 
And I want one of those Edge is Edge shirts. Hey, if we could work it out, because I'm going to tell you, we've already recorded the MCD show to Halloween. We might as well start thinking about oh, Halloween me. costumes. Yeah, like you you said on that one, uh, spoilers for podcasts, I don't know. That's just like, if you were like some big actor, you'd want to be in like a film, like an Adam's Family film. Yeah, I'd want to be in a Kevin Smith film. I'm going to tell you like, right I now. I want to get paid for it. I'd just be like, I, can I be here? Can I be that guy back there trying to buy a Coke in the background yes. of the A to Z? <laughs> That's what I want to do. Now, this is evidently, this guy was some kind of big teen TV star? I think they it, they said that he was on Teen Wolf. He was on Teen Wolf? Yes. So can we talk about the relationship of Harley Quinn Smith and, and Lily Rose Depp real mm-hmm. quick? Weren't they like good friends in real life, like through childhood or something like, like that? Like in school and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's the whole Kevin Smith only hiring friends thing. <laughs> and That's and how you save money. <laughs> that's how you save money. And I don't know if I said this because this is actually the second time that we've stepped up to record this podcast, but this is the movie that Kevin Smith would have made for the... What did he say? This is the movie he would have wanted to watch. This is the movie he would have wanted to watch when he was a teenage... He wanted to watch when he was a teenage girl. Yes. (laughs) I love the... uh, the, Just the existence of of the Colleen's. There's another uh, friend... That's in this movie that kind of had an uncredited role in Tusk. It's it, he didn't use his real name. He's he's credited in Tusk as Gila Point. <laughs> world, he's a he's a pretty big world class detective. World class detective Gila Point. So it, Kevin Smith really did make a big shot at doing like this teen based horror comedy with this i i really enjoyed it the first time i saw it and i guess i'm i was a target demographic so Uh, being a teenage girl yeah uh, is this the movie that you would have wanted to see when you were a teenage girl uh yes (laughs) oh he's holding something the most valuable thing right now oh uh, the toilet paper paper. (laughs) yeah it's just like oh he's the first um First of many, uh, what's it called? It's uh, like starts with uh, victims. Victims. <laughs> it doesn't start with an S. <laughs> My mind was saying like subjects, and I'm like, oh, that's not right. There's right, so let's... many vilk victims to pop up in this film. Is that her actual? Is that, uh, is that is that is that? That is Mrs. Jennifer Swabach, also known as the Queen of the Nerds, also known as the lady that Kevin Smith married. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, the, this scene was really funny. The actual mom of yes, Harley mom. Quinn Smith. As they talk about feminine hygiene next to a guy eating french fries. With like, um, it with ketchup, too. <laughs> yes. I, and, it, you know, that guy looks just enough like Walt Flanagan that I, I've always wondered. Why if it is was. It not Walt, why is it not <laughs> Walt Flanagan? He probably had stuff to do. <laughs> Oh my gosh, he does look a lot like He him. looks so much like Walt Flanagan that he may as well just be Walt Flanagan. He he looks like Walt Flanagan's not twin son. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling as, as Ms. Jennifer Schwabach pulls out her Dayton knife that she she may have actually had this conversation with with 
Harley Quinn. Quinn. In real life, that's what I was thinking. Yes. They're just like, remember that talk you had? Just, just do that, but in the movie. But in the movie. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Justin Long. Playing the character Yogi. of Yogi Bear. Ultimate ultimate yoga instructor i'd i'd be a part of his yoga class i would be i would be a part of justin long's yoga class i have i have been enjoying i don't know if you guys uh, if you're listening to this you probably like podcasts justin long has life is short with justin long the podcast is really good and i found it of course with the crossover podcast with kevin smith but i i just i really I have really enjoyed his podcast, and he's he's really become Justin Long has really become a a part of the not view askewiverse collection of actors in Kevin Smith movies. Yeah, he's he's one of he's become one of those frequent pop ups. He's in Zach and Zach and Mary. He is in. Um, He's in a uh, reboot. He's, reboot. he's a centralized character in Tusk. Yeah, he's 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 Tusk. <laughs> he's the touring podcaster, right? Yeah, he's the touring podcaster. And the name what the name of his todca- podcast was the Not C N O T S E E Not C Party. Party. Yes. We need to do a podcast like that. <laughs> the whole point was of that like his buddy didn't want to go around the places so justin's long character would go there and do things and interview people and then come back and share that with his friend right yeah that was the whole thing he'd go out and find people and come back and share the story and then they'd react which is how that he ends up running into the big villain yes so i love I, they, there was this big effort of really pulling in the teen culture of the time for for this movie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, your friends at school, do you have friends like that or are constantly, constantly, constantly on the phone? Yes, there are people at my school who I, I don't know. They just, they're always, they're always on their phone. Yes. Yeah. It's like some of them get stuff done, but other people they just kind of just screw around on their phone and i love but and they also kind of kevin smith also kind of pulled through the concept of instagram as a uh, fueling conversation point instead of having the um explaining explaining everything he just throw it up in an insta thought oh yeah just the the bio page yeah this this whole thing Killing, uh, killing the expo- expedition is it, and just putting out facts real quick that way. It, yes, it's like in um, Emperor's New Groove, uh, Cusco would could do like a fourth wall break and stop the movie and explain things. It's like that, but in Instagram form. Yes. So uh, we need to talk about other other friend of Kevin Smith popping up, Mr. Tony Hell. This is the only Kevin Smith movie that I'm aware of oh, that Tony Hell is a part of. But you've seen Tony Hell in other things. He's um he's Forky. He um, who is he? Forky in Toy Story Four. Yes, Forky. I he thought you in... said Porky. No. I said no. His name's Porkins, and that's Star Wars. 
Um, Forky, he's in Arrested Development. Big. He's in a lot of He became things. really big on Arrested Development. He's been on Veep, and he was assistant manager of Buy More yes. on Chuck. <laughs> That's the most recent one I've seen him in. I'm like, I, I couldn't think of that one. Yes. So I love I love how that they're getting ready to pull the pull pull the young ladies back to work so that they can't go to the senior party. Mm-hmm. So how did I get so lucky? I don't know. You you you, ne- you you've never wanted to go to a party. You that these two have become almost ignorant in the fact that they want to go to a senior party. And they were all allegedly your age when this movie was out, so they would allegedly be your age now. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. But I, I I know that they're both much older than you <laughs> are because as a Kevin Smith fan, I literally watched Harley Quinn grow up. He's the, the – she's the one – She I think that – okay, she's not in – Clerk, she's not in Chasing Amy. She is not in Mallrats. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, I think, is the first movie that Harley Quinn is in. And then she starts popping up. She's in um, Jersey Girl. Have you seen Jersey Girl? No. You you need to watch Jersey Girl. Uh, she's in every movie that she's in. That She's in every movie since that she's born. Okay. Yeah. Uh, kind of working it through. So, so let, let's talk about this for a moment. If for some reason that, if for some unforeseen terrible reason that I had to be in a new relationship, would you would you guilt song me if I was in a new relationship like Tony Hell is in this movie? I don't know. Maybe I tried it. I'll I'll text you a bunch of times. Like just distract you. Like, <laughs> Dad, leave text. leave the door open, Dad. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes, dear. I just that, that Harley Quinn is playing piano. Does does she play? She I don't she I don't know if she I would assume she does. She plays bass. She plays bass on the tenth, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so the tenth did not exist yet with yoga hosers, but. But the Tenth do have some songs in in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, right? Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. There's so much the same movie that I just call them. It's <laughs> mess them up, and I call them the wrong names. But she was trying to do music and stuff even before this movie. Like he was supposed to go to like some podcast festival, and backed out of it so that he could go see her band play. That's and cool. some contest. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, except that at the time it was the main way that he was making money for his family. But mm. but, uh, but she plays bass in the tenth too, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she plays bass. And and we did we decide that she sings? She sings the ghost. She sings the ghost. But does they she sometimes lead vocals? Does she? And here's all the real kids' pictures. She, That's what I was she, thinking. I, th- I was wondering if those were like actual real life. Because allegedly they were pretty much best friends before that they made this movie. Which is why that uh, M- Mr. Smith had to go uh, ask Mr. 
I, let's just call him Gila Point. Gila Point. At, at this point, he had to go petition Gila Point for permission for uh, Lily Rose Depp to be, to in, be the- in a movie. Is he is he credited in this movie, or is he or is it credited as Gila Point? And don't go to IMDb because IMDb will fix it. I don't know. Or does does IMDb say uncredited? IMDb has uncredited parts. They they'll say uncredited. Yes. They'll say like the actor, and they'll say uncredited. I, I don't know what it was. Out of nowhere, Kevin Smith got this big infatuation with with Canada and this is this is a part of the Canadian trilogy and if I if I brought this up before in this recording uh, forgive me but I, I do want to bring it in again this was supposed to be the second movie of the of the great white North trilogy and the first movie being Tusk and then the second movie movie being yoga hosers and then the third movie being moose jaws that allegedly i read that he finally finished writing oh that's good yes he's um he's credited on imdb he is it, it's read it's written as a credited one yeah can, can you do me a real can you look up tusk and see if it says uncredited on tusk as we continue to pull in other major stars into this film and uh harley quinn and lily rose Depp, Depp defending their right to not to participate in public school yoga (laughs) because their yogi does not want their the lives to be corrupted by public Public school school yoga your fake yoga it imdb says that it's it's it says uh, Guy LaPointe. Guy LaPointe. Guy LaPointe as Guy LaPointe, but it says the actor above it. But it, but it does, but it says Guy LaPointe as Guy LaPointe. Yes. Okay, so I guess that he is credited in this movie then. I just, I want them to kind of get this. I want them to get Moose Jaws together because I need. I need Guy LaPointe. You need Guy LaPointe. I need a. I need a reunited yoga hose. I need, I need a reunited yoga com- I need the I need Glamthrax back. I gotta tell you, Lil, I I don't think that Kevin Smith could get Lily Rose Depp back. <laughs> hey, she has become like this world famous model now. Oh. Yeah. At least that's what I learned from Instagram. Yeah, yeah from Instagram. Yes. She's is she a social influencer? Uh, no, she's a world famous model. There is a oh, difference between okay. being a world famous model and being a social influencer. She literally gets paid by companies to have her picture taken with their products. Okay. She doesn't go out and find a product and beg, beg people to give it to her for free because she can get X amount of likes on Instagram. Ooh, World War II in Canada. Plot of the movie starts to unfold. Now this is where things pull together, and we're about to see two more members of the post View Kevin Smith family pop up. Yes, and, and when we and get the, in, when they get to the flashback, when sequence. they get to the flashback scene, I, I just I would find it very interesting if the, if and when Moose Jaws comes out. Uh, it, how much of this cast that he can get back together for it? To be real honest, I would prefer 
uh, Mall Rats Two and Clerks Three to come out before Moose Jaws. To be just real mm-hmm. honest about it, because he did finally get Jeff Anderson to agree did, to so, to come back. So I I think you'd want to get that out of the way. Yes. Because Jeff Anderson was never the one that wanted to be the the big actor, but he he's in a few he's in a few Kevin Smith movies. Uh, he he finds a way to work in Brian O'Halloran in a lot of films. Brian O'Halloran is in, of course, Clerks as Dante. He's in Chasing Amy as the MTV executive that wants to buy the Blunt Man and Chronic cartoon. He is in. Mallrats as one of the contestants on Win a Date. I, I actually, I think that I, I think that he's even in Jersey Girl. I, I know that he's in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because he's in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as Dante, <laughs> and which is also when he gets Jeff Anderson back as as Randall. Is um is is who's who's got the goatee? That's Dante. Dante's okay. Yeah, I got you. So let's learn the history of World War Two, and the Canadian Nazi Party. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that. All right, so the another actor in the new family of the post Askew, Kevin Smith realm is Haley Joel Osment. Do you do you know who Haley Joel Osment is? Okay, I know I've seen him in more stuff. Than just the guy from Tusk. Yes. But I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. The biggest thing that he's known for. Oh, look, it's not Walt Flanagan again. I <laughs> you never think that's caught, his relative? He I just happens ca- to. <laughs> caught that before. You didn't? I thought they did that on purpose. Like, this, it's the same guy who was with. I've probably the- seen this movie 10 times. That's the first time that I caught that that was the same guy that was in. Uh. The the fast food restaurant. So Haley Joel Osment, when he was a kid, there was this movie called Six Six Sense with Bruce Willis. Oh, he's the kid. He's in the that? kid in Six Sense. Okay. Yes. I see that. And that's why, like the first time when he was in uh, Tusk, somebody made the joke. Oh, look! I see dead careers. Oh, no. <laughs> but it, and then. Everybody's favorite. If if you if you know anything about the podcast Smodcast Network, our man Ralph Garman has become a major fixture in the Kevin Smith's movies because of his working relationship on Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith. And Ralph Garman's been in a lot of Kevin Smith movies. The post uh, View Askew, he's in Red State. I is he in Tusk? I don't think he's, he's in, in Tusk. He's a police officer. That's right, because he's Frank Garman, Officer Frank Garman, which is a deep cut joke from Hollywood Babylon. I remember that, and of course he's um, I, I forgot this character's name, but he's in this one, and he is in uh, reboot as well. So. At least, at least the good people of can of Canada. Can, can were, we please say it right? Canada. Canada. Were 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 appalled by the one dude's original plan of what he was going to do. Yes. In Canada. Yes. 
Uh, and y- you know the whole concept of that. What are Americans called? Americans. Where 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 do Americans come from? America. Where do Australians come from? Australia. So where should Canadians come from? Canada. Canada. <laughs> so there you go. So could you imagine the, the the fit addiction of needing to have your phone? I mean, in this day and age, a lot of stuff, especially if you're um like like that kind of like kind of social people like the Colleen's, you're kind of your life kind of is dependent ish on social media. Yeah. Like you want to know what's happening and what everybody's doing. And you want everyone to know what you're doing. And that all revolves around social media and Instagram and your in, your Instas and your Snaps and your talks and just getting your stuff out there. How can you become a social influencer if you don't have your phone? Yeah. And, and of course, here we go, Principal Invincible <laughs> coming out with the same phone case and everything that our dear Colleen's have. She has to if she wants to if she wants to understand the kids, she needs to get on. She needs to do everything the way that they do, keep up to date with the trends. She's kind of like Tim Meadows on um, on Schooled. Yeah. Uh, that that principal that wants to be one of the gang. I, I, as as no principal should ever want to be. No. Is no. a part of the gang. But they all. They all take her serious. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's just, it's a very it, intriguing, fun movie. Yes. So uh, that, now they got their phones yeah. back and they have to plug it in because it's dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you get when you don't turn your phone off before your, your teacher snatches it out of your hands. Always, always turn off your phones. Always turn off your phones. In yes. Class. You know, and the other thing, too, is also never use your phone in class. Only when you need to. Sometimes we use it to look up stuff. I love. So what is the teen magazine that all the kids flock to anymore? Like, because this, this is supposed to be like, um, uh, there used to be like teen magazines and Tiger Beat and whatnot that had all the celebrities in it. So, is there like a tiger beat now? Instagram. It's Instagram? I don't know. I don't follow magazines. I'm sure there is. You go to the grocery stores, you see like magazines with um, teen bands on it. Has the electronic age kind of overrun that though? Is it, I would think so. You, you say Instagram, but literally, ladies and gentlemen, Gila Point. No, it's Jail Bars. Oh, okay. It's his book. Hashtag War of Chess. Ladies and gentlemen, Gila Point. And uh, this guy, this guy is very close to Lily Rose Depp's family, Gila Point. That's possible. Yes. They sometimes jokingly call him dad just because of how close they are. Just because of how close he is. He's like, I don't right. understand why he was looking for a book when when he was like when they saw him and he had the book. Can I so can I ask you a serious question? Yes. In what world does 
Johnny Depp end up in a Kevin Smith movie? Um, when Johnny Depp does like eleven D Pirates of the Caribbean movies and doesn't care, he doesn't care <laughs> anymore. He's and he's doing he he. I guess they had to know each other if Lily and Harley were. Good we're we're friends. good friends, yeah. So it was just like, hey, do you want to do this little th- this just film with me? And he probably just said yes. <laughs> well, and it's the world where his daughter's also in the movie. Yes. So that that that's a good thing within itself. Has, has Lily Rose Depp been in any other movies or anything other no, than? No, she's I, she's just been a these? Colleen. She's just been a Colleen, but but now she's world famous model. So I guess it'd be kind of hard to get her back. Yes, but I gotta have another. I'm, I gotta tell you, I gotta have another Gila Point. I gotta have another Gila Point movie. I mean, he could have his own standalone movie too. Could you imagine, <laughs> like, the radical adventures of Gila Point? <laughs> it like a like a film noir kind yes. of detec- a detective film. <laughs> what was that movie we watched the other day? Hell Caesar. Yeah. Hell could Caesar. you imagine him like being the detective of that movie? That would instead, be- <laughs> could you imagine Gila Point instead of Thanos being that- the? <laughs> <laughs> that would be very funny. <laughs> Yes, and as they are pulling the whole movie together, and don't forget that this is a comedy. Yeah, this. <laughs> and so that's I think they're making as many jokes as possible. It's like every other thing they say is a joke. Uh, so Kevin Smith really kind of when he started to split away from the Viewisk universe, he started to split away from like like straight out comedies too. I think he was really disappointed in Zack and Mary and how it was received because he's he get you get Elizabeth Banks and Seth Rogen to be in a movie and they're the two of the biggest actors in that time period especially for R-rated comedies. Yeah. And were they in like Zack and That's Zack and Mary. Oh. Seth okay. Rogen and Elizabeth Banks are Zack and Mary. Okay. That's right. You have not seen that movie, and it will be no. a while. <laughs> yes. You Kevin Smith directed that movie. Kevin Smith wrote and directed Zack and Mary. Oh. Cool. Yeah, and it is very, very disappointed in the outcome of it because, it, like Seth Rogen movies, were making a hundred million dollars, but Zack and Mary made Kevin Smith money. <laughs> I, I guess if, if you if Kevin Smith makes a movie, it's most likely to make Kevin Smith money. Well, he I like his episodes of Supergirl though, the ones that he directs. I absolutely love everything that Kevin Smith does. I I even watched Cop Out. <laughs> What's Cop Out? Cop Out was a movie that Kevin Smith directed but did not write. Oh okay. And it's got Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis. It's actually where the Kevin Smith Bruce Willis feud kind of started. What's this feud? It, it, you you got to listen to Babylon to kind of to kind of hash it out. I don't want to go back okay. through it because I think they've actually made up since too. Okay. Okay. Kevin. What is it? So now that we've talked through the expedition of Gila Point explaining. What, what's going what's on? What's going on? He's going to say... Ooh. Okay. Oh, they didn't find out yet. Oh, and this is when he tells 
them that he was he he had a Bratsy stuck Bratsy. up his <laughs> butt up and his, his butt. entire <laughs> organs destroyed. I just I love the concept of the Bratsies. It's it's a very it's it, it's the, one of the dumbest things that like, you could think of, and but, then they just did it. So I keep trying to work around in this conversation. When Kevin Smith made this, he wanted to make like a midnight horror movie, and he nailed it. And and that's the other thing that people have forgotten about this movie is that it was kind of made to be a campy midnight horror movie, a, a midnight movie with. Absurd but, monsters and everything. But in they it. were too blinded by the Kevin Smith lens to. Well, no, there, there. So there is a section of pop popular culture that it's fun to just hate on Kevin Smith, and uh, that's just what happens. Oh. Uh, yeah. How how how? Why is it fun to hate on Kevin Smith? Kevin why Smith is it fun is to hate on wrestling? Why is it fun point. to hate on? The superhero fandom. Uh, there's some, there's always a reason to hate on something. Especially they don't understand it. Especially when things get popular when, and they don't fit into a niche. And and Kevin Smith has never fit into a niche and and has become very popular. Yes. So at this moment, oh, this there now this that mom's just kind of taking over. Their lives is and she's if she's I if 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 Forky dies, that she's gonna become some evil stepmom and or is she gonna be like Debbie from the Adams family and just kind of run away and <laughs> steal burn down the um burn down the Ed to Zed and yes. get the money off of it. Well, and I just and I absolutely love the fact that they become like the. The victims that, that how that they set up the whole okay now they're in the now they're mm-hmm. in the A to Z. All right, I love I love the uh, the argument going on here with Between Justin him Long. Between and Warner Brothers. Yes. For the name, see what Yogi I want to know is how Warner Brothers found the name of a of a some yoga studio in the middle of Canada. They find it. Warner Brothers will get their money. Well, they're uh, like Disney. They always get. They always get their man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't rip off Disney. <laughs> I I hope I hope that the sign comes up again because I wanted to read his mantra for for yoga. But it was like, how do you own a, an identity? How do you own a name? <laughs> It's so. just like, can you own? <laughs> what's a, what's a, can you own Helen? <laughs> I can't own Helen. <laughs> Don't mess with Helen. <laughs> so we, so let, let's make sense of that. We're playing, uh, we're playing, uh, we baseball today, and uh, the character <laughs> came up, Helen, and Helen rocked a three-run homer. And it, <laughs> so, uh, Helen's All my star, favorite. All star, shortstop, Helen. All star, shortstop, Helen. I, ninety, uh, yoga is ninety percent. I, the next time I can read it, I'm gonna <laughs> Next time, it. yes. It's it's probably something is gonna be dumb. Yoga is ninety percent of the heart or ninety percent of your muscles. 
I gotta tell you though, I love Justin Long's portrayal of um, of Yogi Bear because it, it, he gives it, the most yoga people, sort of stereotypical yoga people, are just kind of zen, zen chill. and chill. He, My he's, man gets, he's in he's in he he's out of control with his emotions. He's he's got all the feels and not just chill. Yes. And, and ladies and gentlemen, the, the the yoga chant of Yoga Fett. It's um, it's it's Boba Fett's. Uh, it's Is Yoga it Boba Fett's, Fett's Zen brother. Zen brother. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's there. There's Boba Fett, Yoga right. Fett, and Batman. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Conroy. I can't believe it. He just bought a pack of cigarettes. I mean, that's probably how he gives his voice scratchy for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> smoking <laughs> that makes a lot of sense and uh, the uh, and his son's name is robin <laughs> oh batman and robin what i think it's funny is when he said that's not very canadian <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen the the wait, is this the first visual sighting of a brazi no the the first one was when toilet paper man uh, toilet got paper brazied. man got got brazied yeah <laughs> yes so, you know when he started thinking about making this movie, right? No. When? So, when they were filming uh, Tusk, Kevin Smith was talking to his wife and he's like, Hey, you know, I can't stop watching this scene of my daughter in this movie. I think it's great. I want to make a whole movie around this. And then, you know, uh, Ms. Jennifer Schwabach says back to him, Of course you love that scene. It's your daughter standing in a convenience store. <laughs> it's everything that has made you who you are. He said, "Oh, I get it." Uh, and that that and that was around the time Kevin Smith found his uh, favorite e- extracurricular activity too. Oh, in the um, in the in the depths of. <laughs> yeah. it, it was it Canadian. was just it was in the depths of Canada around four twenty. He he realized everything, and I love. I love, oh, I love how that they're Canadian uh, Satanist. Every, I know <laughs> they're they're the most they'll 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 they're sacrificed you in the most polite way. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they'll offer you um, there they'll be very hospitality, and then they'll just they're like, are are you ready for it now? We can wait. <laughs> Do you want some tea? <laughs> So how about that? How about that? Yes. I think that's my favorite. That's that's my favorite uh, way to say uh, so, sorry is is now sorry about that. Sorry about that. And I, actually, it's a very mandatory thing because sometimes both of us are kind of guilty of, of apologizing for things that we really don't need mm-hmm. to be apologizing for. And then we'll be like, say it right. And then we're like, like sorry about that. <laughs> yes. I love the whole... Um, as they are going to to prepare for their ritualistic sacrifice as Canadian Satanist. Satanist. <laughs> that, that's the most absurd thing in this whole film. It's not the Bratzies. It's not the Bratzies. It's, it's not the German scientists hi- uh, cryogenically. And it's not the head. Canadian Nazis either. No, it's, it, it, it's, it's the Canadian, Canadian Satanist. <laughs> yes. As he introduced, as he introduced his, his dating knife. <laughs> it's his dating knife. 
<laughs> I, <laughs> it's like, oh, if two <laughs> bubonic plague. Close it. <laughs> I wonder how many of those signs that they have. I'm sure that there's two or three, and I'm sure one of them said, I assure you we're closed. <laughs> it, instead of, I assure you we're open. Mm-hmm. That, that seems like a very Colleen thing, thing to, to say. To write down, yeah. All right, can you please do me a favor? Uh, as you become older and be- begin dating, please don't donate a Canadian Satanist. I'll, I I definitely won't date a Canadian Satanist. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> we... Or or even a Canadian for that. Or just fact. a Canadian. <laughs> or just a Canadian. No, it can be an American. <laughs> the Satanist is okay. <laughs> just it's the Canadian part. <laughs> See, I'm just like I I don't know why they're not like you break it, you buy it. You know. I, I love how he just helps himself out to a. Uh, thing of a uh, whipped cream oh it was i thought it was organic milk because the door he opened has a big thing that says <laughs> organic milk I, just like if you're gonna he, it's like i may be a, a canadian satanist but i can't resist the sweet, <laughs> the taste sweet taste of, this, of organic <laughs> milk <laughs> So, uh, the, when when does it when does it kick in that to these two young ladies that these two guys are not as uh, fashionable as they seem? I mean, um, when it's too late. <laughs> Beavis is over here chewing on his own uh, uh, hoodie string. Yeah, I don't know. I think Lily here is already thinking about doing something. Yeah, uh, uh, like right in the, yeah. Yeah, as she throws his ball in his face. It, it just think, if she looked at it for a second, she would have saw the symbol. This would have been a lot different. <laughs> you know, that that's really true. Uh, that makes that, that that does make a, a little bit of sense. Do, do you think that's what Edge looked like in his teens? <laughs> <when> he, <laughs> uh, Canadian <laughs> Edge? Canadian. No, I think it was a little bit more muscular because oh, he always yes. wanted to be a wrestler. But honestly, the blonde hair, the <laughs> yes, maybe it'd be a Foo Fighter shirt instead. But yeah. So can you make me another? Can you make me another promise, please? Keep a dating uh, knife. Uh, on? I always carry your dating knife. Always carry your dating knife. Because it becomes very important. And if you ever see a guy drinking a soda by putting the machine right in his mouth. Just avoid that guy. Just avoid. I I know. It's especially just like there are the, cups right next to him. Especially in the new COVID world that we exist in. <laughs> D- don't drink after anybody puts their mouth mm-hmm. right on anything. Yes. I like how the the most the most Canadian way Canadian way to describe being a Canadian Satanist. He's like, it's like it's like how you guys are really into yoga. I'm really into Satan. It brings my <laughs> I get my z- it helps me chill. <laughs> it helps me chill. <laughs> I earn my zen. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Ooh. I'll always wait for the right person. Harley yes. Quinn is making a great point. And if that person be a Canadian Satanist, uh, <laughs> then always take your dating knife. Always take your dating and, knife. And eat some 
What what is it called? Pucky charms. Pucky charms, like like um, hockey. Yes, I love how everything is a Canadian pun. (laughs) I mean, if you don't want to pay for products, yes, everything is a pun. I'm a little bit disappointed that there there has never been any Pucky charms uh, T-shirts. Oh yeah, I or at least some Edge Z. I I sure. I literally they need to sell those jackets cause yes. I would buy too. And she, and that the effective use of a dating knife. <laughs> yes, you know you gotta know where to put it. <laughs> yes. So it's just like how how to not get murdered, how to get away with not being murdered, put the knife. <laughs> And the most Canadian way to to get free is to have a brotsy yes. come along and and help you uh, the the Canadian murder a Canadian random guy. Brotsies. I have a really I have a really huge question. Yes. How do they rip the jeans to kill they the way that the, they kill? They got the pointy hats. The pointy the pointy brotsy hats. Yes. So when I saw this movie the first time. Uh, Ming Chen, comic book man Ming Chen, yes. w- marched across the, the screen to introduce the movie because I when I saw this movie it was a fan, fa- Phantom Fathom event, event. and uh, Ming Chen just kind of marched across the screen in a in a Bratsy costume. It was amazing. You know who was supposed to be a Bratsy, right? Um. Was it was it Mingchen? It was Muse. Oh, Muse. Muse was supposed to be the Bratsies, but he freaked out over wearing the makeup. Oh, was he was he scared? Uh, like what was it? Like, was it like some kind of claustrophobia? Some thing? kind of like claustrophobia thing or something. You want something done? Do it yourself. Uh, that's true. And wow. As we get to see the uh, the extent of the special effects budget. Yeah. It's like do you it's like we can't use product placement, but we can make a mini me climb from inside of you. As 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 the Bratsy reveals itself again. You know, and this do you think was there a, are different ones. Do you think that they're different Bratsies? Yeah. I I don't understand your question. They're like all Kevin there, Smith. There was one that went up um the the no like different brotsies that went up the two different guys i think that they're all there i think that there's 11 brotsies you you have seen this yeah, movie before I have right seen this movie before. yes because that's how we get to the mega monster at the end of the movie mm-hmm. is is through that if only they had like a Big global warming. They could just heat all of them up and and, and pop them all. Yeah. Yes. So the uh, friend friend of the podcast, Katie Reed, saw this movie before I did because she always uh, helps out at um, uh, Sundance. Sundance. So she saw this at Sundance and she she called me and she said the only thing I have to tell you, Harley Quinn Smith says, I didn't even I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> made. That's, that's one of those iconic lines that you don't have to, you don't have to see the movie 
but you you know what it's from. Yes. Yes. Like, I've never seen Jaws, but I know Jaws is from... uh, uh, We're Gonna Need a Bigger Boat is from Jaws. No, I have to tell everybody what what just happened. The microphone's falling away from your mouth. (laughs) I make a fist and start punching myself in the face. And you know to put the... You go... (laughs) Uh, But we're not going to talk over this cameo real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, Stan Lee... And mm-hmm. the significance of this too, yeah. Keep it there, cause I can your your volume's better. Shut up, old man! How dare you call Stan Lee an old man? We gotta hear. I gotta hear Stan Lee <laughs> curse. You know the significance of Stan Lee having a cameo in this, right? He was like him and Kevin Smith were good friends, right? Yeah. He, yes. Absolutely. And I know when, there was like a whole thing that happened. When 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 Stan Lee was having the trouble with his caregivers, Kevin Smith was going to move him into his house. Uh-huh. But the the first ever Stan Lee cameo in a movie. It was Mallrats. Was right? Mallrats. And so this whole Stan Lee being America's most beloved cameo actor it's started kinda, <laughs> with Kevin Smith. They they make a call back to that in um Captain Marvel. Yes. He's reading the script of Mallrats and he's saying his line in it when Stay strong, true believer. And here we go. It's another It's the Yoga Way. The Yoga Way. It's another uh Glamthrax song. About hockey. I had to stop talking so I could hear her say it. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here today. In which that uh, Katie Reed told me uh, everyone at Sundance gave a quick applause over uh, yes. uh, the throwback. Yes. So, I got a problem. Isn't there security cameras in that store? You would think so. Because which makes what's going to happen later really confusing. It it's may- like, why don't you look at the... Why don't you look at the security cameras? That's that's a big that's a big problem solver for most with for most movies. It's just like why don't you just look at the security cameras? It, well, it's definitely a big plot killer too. Yeah. Common sense will will kill a movie in a minute. As the good old hockey game is being being played not not by Glamthrax. I, I wish I could remember the name of the band that sings these songs because they'll, they'll pop up again mm-hmm. for the uh, official song of Yoga Hosers. So you see Camp Camp Antler? Yes. That's the setup for Moose Jaws. Oh. Moose, Moose Jaws Sas, Saskatchewan. Moose Jaw. Okay, I got you. Yes. So... That that he was already kind of daydreaming about Moose Jaws, and it was, it, what if the movie Jaws took place in Canada? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here comes another cameo. Another Mr. Jason cameo. Muse. The only he's guy. Like he, some, actually, I don't think that he's in. Um, he's in. He's in Zach and Mary. Is he in Tusk? He is not in Tusk. So he's not in every... He's not in every Kevin Smith movie. He's also um, not in um, 
uh, Jersey girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it definitely uh, had split out. Yeah. So not not in every, not in every. Can you, you good? <laughs> <laughs> not not in every Kevin Smith. Not in movie, every but in the majority Smith. of them. He is there. Ooh. And as our man uh, uh, Gila Point continues to bring in notes from the outside. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know why, like, the the Harley's mom didn't go to the store and investigate what the heck happened. Because Harley's mom would have done that. And I mm-hmm. mean, like, Jennifer Swabach would have done that. <laughs> but her, her mom... And then you know she she revives Jennifer Swabach revives her character in this movie, in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, do, do they go to like a? Oh yeah. She's the manager of the movies that they stop at. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the things I'm so bummed out about with the quarantine. They were gonna have a pop up restaurant in L.A. They were gonna open a movies. I would I would have totally been down to go. Oh, we would have went. We would have been there. Yes. But <laughs> life had other plans. Life has definitely had other plans, like us being up in the middle of the night podcasting a <laughs> yoga, hoser, yoga hosers podcast. And all of our... <laughs> All of our podcasts are going to become movie reviews. Uh, <laughs> the next one's going to be The Wrestler. Uh, that'll be on uh, <laughs> Never Break Kayfabe. And it'll just be all these movie reviews for the rest of the year. That's the best that's the best way to eat up time is with is with movies. It's just like them. It's just like your constant struggle, you know, social media Social life, homework, bratsies. Yes. It's it, it's the. He found a bratsy. Why doesn't he show Jason Muse, police? Oh, no. Police detective Jason Muse about the bratsy. It seems like it would have been the obvious thing to do, and if he also had that, and he's like some world class detective, maybe he's trying to solve it first and then. Do it. So that's that he that's the way he rolls. Taken away from him. Yes. Is is that a vape pen? No, I think it's a screwdriver that he's gonna use to undo the handcuffs. Okay, it would have made Either more point if it was a vape brush. pen. And I'm also glad that you don't know what a vape pen is. Yes. Yes, I don't. <laughs> I'll say it this time. Say it again and convince me. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a verbal. It's not a video podcast. No, no, literally, no, literally. That like, do kids vape at your school? I don't see it, but there's kids at my school who do. Yeah. Yeah. I just, most of my friends smoked, and I what? never really smoked because mm-hmm. my life was always my voice, either singing, but now being a professional speaker, I never wanted to smoke because, was, because yeah. of worrying about ruining my voice. It was in, it was in, I think it was in, all a bunch of weird drug type stuff always happened in my math classes. Yeah. Like my freshman year. <laughs> Some people got were, were um, selling Pop-Tarts, 
And yeah. then last year, everyone was at my table was showing off their, what's it called? Bong, bongs? Yeah, the glass bongs. things. Yeah. Well, but, well, I'm glad that you've never gotten mixed up with that. Yeah. As I drank my 394 <laughs> as we finish this podcast. As as Guy... Oh, they're speaking... Gila Point. Think, Gila Point. Do you think they do that at the at the, um, at the La Point household? I, I'm pretty sure that they do because I think that um, Lily Rose Depp's mom is, is, French. is French. That's what I thought. Yeah. Which was like when I... Because I think I knew that before I watched this movie, so I was really confused on how Lily Rose was was going to do the movie because I thought she only spoke French. Well, the, if her dad's American, of course she speaks English. Yeah, I mean, obviously I was I was too uh, <laughs> not not thoughtful enough through it to understand that. All right, I I need a glam th- glam thrax sticker I for mean, my if water there, bottle. If there's a gesture sticker, there but, has to be a glam thrax sticker. Jeff's Jeffster Jeffster rules. I think glam thrax over Jester. Really? Yeah. Literally? Literally. All right, are we going to have the great uh, Canadian uh, Burbank debate of <laughs> which, which, Burbank <laughs> which, which fake pants better? <laughs> and as... I mean, there's a bunch of great fa- fake bands. Phineas and the Ferb Tones. Finny, uh, Le- Lenny and the Squig Tones. Lenny and the Squig Tones. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Ooh, Spinal Tap. I, I refuse. Uh, the, I the refuse. Rap. I refuse to say the monkeys. I re- yeah, me too. <laughs> the um the not the Beatles. The it starts with the an Ruddles. L. The Ruddles. Yes. So now, like a key a key plot point in here just happened. The he forgot to steal their phones for them. And and, and literally their it lives becomes are their phones. That becomes it, their life or death situation. That they don't have their phones. And I love I love how that that Harley plays the uh, the dim witted friend. <laughs> In this. I would like in my mind in these types of movies, I feel like I'm o I feel like I'd want to be the smart friend, but I think sometimes I would end up being the ignorant friend in some parts. I, I, I believe I believe that to be true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just slammed you on, on a podcast. I mean I'd slam myself too. I love I love Gila Point comes in there with a hockey stick like he's Mario Lemieux, <laughs> uh, and he just got bro. Oh no, it was a trank. How did he get tranked? Why Why did he get tranked? He just got brotsy. <laughs> he just got brotsied. All because he's not wearing his helmet. Yeah, that's what that's what that was his that was his mistake. Yeah, forgot that. Watch your st- okay. It's just. <laughs> How does he get? How do they get them all downstairs? I don't know. Now, now here comes a really great point, and this this is what makes it a great midnight movie. Sometimes people put things in movies just to entertain themselves, and the next little bit with Ralph Garman, it was definitely a moment of Kevin Smith pleasing 
pleasing himself. <laughs> yes, it what? is the part where he just does a bunch of different types of uh, oh, he eating. One of his eight impressions. As he eats Plucky Charms and reads a teen no, magazine. No, it's the, it's, the, it's the Canadian Nazi dude from the beginning. He's got a little shrine oh, type the, thing. Oh, the, the shrine in the background? Yeah, I never noticed that before. I never noticed that before. <laughs> yes. I, I yeah, love... How, I, that, that would be a weird place to be. I love how he has this complete underground lair that nobody in the town <laughs> is aware of. Can you could you imagine the maintenance costs of even putting that together? I know, imagine if there was like a plumbing issue and stuff started leaking. Yes, uh, that somebody would eventually find that place at mm -hmm. least any time between the between nineteen forty eight and two thousand fifteen, somebody would have found that. Mm -hmm. Whether yeah, I mean like if they're adding this convenience store, they had to do some kind of wiring through the floor. Absolutely. So, so they had to discover this place. Unless maybe, maybe they got brassied the people who discovered it. Unless that it was Canadian Nazis that put that built the A to Z. Ooh. I right, let's just let's they just did throw it that to hide um their trusty scientist so that they could rise again. Yes. Now, now I love how he starts doing these impressions, <laughs> and the girls have no idea what he's doing. I mean, I recognize the majority of them. Of course you do, because I, I'm a bad parent, and I play Hollywood Babylon for you in the car. No, well, I meant, like, in general, like, the actors, like, the impressions themselves. What Al Pacino movie have you seen? Well, I don't know. The It just sounds familiar. Well played. But I know... I know when he starts doing the Adam West one, I know that Ooh. you understand that one. Yes, I understand that one. Yes. Ooh, and now we get the little bit of uh, e expedition of uh, the birth of the Bratsies. My, I want to know how he would make them come to life and not just become like the like really good snack. Well, it's the whole it's the whole go between between the Canadian Nazis and the Canadian Satanist. <laughs> they, it was like a whole ritual thing in there. And they 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 encrypted the Bratsies with souls. Yes. That's that's how um that's well that's how they um <laughs> Oh, they're wearing the red ride and never blue shirts. Oh my gosh, that dude has bangs. And and they blow and they blow the speakers and Adam Brody has no tattoos. <laughs> And he looks more like Adam Brody than random I Ichabod person. Mm -hmm. When they blew out the so they blew out the things and they and they destroyed the formation of of the Fourth Reich. <laughs> I was I was ready for there to become some kind of um, explosion or something, and then the floor cave in and it fall on top of it. Yes. And I wonder if Kevin Smith had fun doing that. I wouldn't you? I I kind of would. I kind of would love to have an opportunity to wear um 
uh, prosthetics for some reason. I think it would be very, like, fun. I don't know, like, about the process of getting prosthetics, but, like, just to goof around with them on and do random stuff with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this guy sounds like Groot. I I love I love that they don't know who Sylvester Stallone is. I know. Do I know who Sylvester Stallone is? Yes, Sylvester Stallone is Rocky. Okay, I know who that is. But you've never seen a Rocky I've movie. I've never seen a Rocky movie. And you've never seen Rambo. No. So you really have no idea who Sylvester Stallone well, is. I know who he is. I just haven't seen any of his movies. Yes. He's one of those people. Like, I've seen clips and stuff of the movies and, like, like fast things. Like, when they show, like, different clips of big movies. <laughs> now we get to see the rise and fall of um, the evil scientist and why he decided to join... The Canadian... The Canadian Nazis? The Canadian Because Nazis. people didn't like his artwork? No, I wonder. That's that's very reminiscent. That's of, very reminiscent of Hitler, isn't it? Yeah. That he was a failed artist and... Yeah. He was... Yeah, he, got, he wasn't accepted in any art schools. And then he just kind of was in this slump. And then he just found the wrong people. <laughs> yes. And now Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have you ever seen an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Yeah. Or do you only know Schwarzenegger as your former governor? <laughs> um, I didn't know him as my former governor for a while. I probably remember him from some movie. <laughs> as a young as a young child, he was the governor of your great state. I want to know how he who left a computer there and how he was able to log on to it? I'm sure it's a store computer. Well, yeah, but you need some password to get onto it. Yes. Isn't I, that the Mad Hatter? As he does Edwin, who was the Mad Hatter, yes. I knew I knew another one. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, those computers, they had to, um have some type of password to get onto it that's why i was just like well but he is the uh leader of the canadian nazi party he, he has his ways technology back then like that he has his ways i don't want to know his way he <laughs> probably like, had a brazi fix it <laughs> i will introduce you to my brazi this is like i don't uh, that's like who who wears the who wears Friday the 13th? Who wears the hockey Jason, mask? Jason Voorhees. Jason. It's just like... That's like Jason on a whole... Like if Jason took uh, steroids. On a whole different level. Yes. As... As what... Did... What, what is the name of that... Of that monster? Is it named? Oh, it probably is. Like, but we like the goon or something? Uh, yeah, maybe the goon. Yes. Is that... What where like where where's the goon come from? A goon is a hockey term. It's somebody who is an enforcer who goes out and kind of roughs people up, oh, bangs like, them in the like boards goons. and stuff. Is that why like henchmen are sometimes called goons? Oh well, or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah. And, and ladies and gentlemen, 
Adam West. And I love that's it. His, that's his go-to, right? That's his go-to. Well, he was really good friends with Adam West. Mm-hmm. He it was very uh, Ralph Garman was very influential in Adam West getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I, I love how they're doing the the Christian Bell yeah. Batman. <laughs> See, I didn't I didn't understand the where's the trigger thing for a while because I watched this before I watched the. Uh, Rise of the Dark Knight. Yeah. And now I watch those movies like all the time, but <laughs> So now now you get where's the trigger? Yeah. Yeah. I just I just love I it, it just it, this baffles me. It, it it had to be during while that Kevin Smith was partaking in his new favorite hobby that he said, "You know what would be great?" If I could come up for a reason for Ralph Garman to do all eight of his impressions in front of Johnny Depp. <laughs> as an as a Canadian. Yes. As a Canadian. So <laughs> now he wants his picture with his great artwork. I was just, I'm just saying, I don't know. I think they'd lose a little bunch of followers. If um, they're like, yo, I found this. <laughs> hey, gang, here's a picture of a Canadian Nazi and his monster. <laughs> I, I believe that they would lose a lot of Insta followers. Yeah. It would, I don't think it would pop up on the celebs are just like you page. I don't know anyone's arts and crafts are. <laughs> they end up on there, though, right? I think so, yeah. There's like, they're just like us. They work at a store. And and fight evil hot dogs in their free time. As we get to another another fight scene, mm, the ultimate fight scene. So do that. That's right, Johnny uh, Gila. Excuse me, Gila Point does not get free to participate in this battle. No, because he kept him trapped because he wasn't technology efficient like the Colleen's. Yes. My gosh, it's just the never-ending Bratsy train. <laughs> yes. As the extent of the uh, special effects budget gets stretched a little bit further. <laughs> I wonder what it would have been like to be inside of that. Because there is, you gotta imagine there is somebody in that. It's not some robotic monster. No, and it's, you think it'd be someone on stilts or just like a really tall person? I was gonna say you gotta imagine at least that person's on stilts, because there's nobody built like that. They might have the head. The head itself might be higher than the person inside of its head. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm assuming Ralph Garman's pretty tall, and that thing's way taller than him. Well, Gar, I, yeah, I think I, he's got to be at least six foot. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I love that they begin to. Um, I, I can't. I those those handcuffs on those chairs. Visually, there's no reason that they couldn't have just pulled their hands out of them. And then here comes the 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 great the great battle at the end. Yoga versus Nazis. Bratsies. <laughs> Bratsies. Yoga versus Bratsy rap battle street fight. 
My money is on Zen Yoga. I just I love those patches though. I wish that we could at least get a patch, mm -hmm. an A to Z patch. Yes, do it the yoga way. That's the plan. Yes. And that is the yoga way. I, I think that's what I'm going to name the last section of this podcast. <laughs> and that's the yoga way. And I love how the, the, this really does. This scene has the camera angles and everything of the Batman 66 TV show. Oh, I never noticed that. Oh, the sideways the side, close-ups. The side close-ups and everything. The very, very superhero-ish. That's cool. I never noticed that before. And they don't. He's trying to keep them from keep them from killing. Mm-hmm. And they turn turns on his creation. His creation turns on him. Cause he's cause he's acting like a critic. As every as every monster creation has ever done, mm -hmm. it always turns against its creator. Why do you think that is? Uh, it's a whole moral conflict of what it, that the monster feels used and betrayed. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. How how deep does this floor building go? It's it's pretty low, especially now that they've cracked another layer of dirt. Like they might strike oil after a while. <laughs> it's just like, how did you guys become so rich? Um, you don't want to know. <laughs> well, we had a brati. <laughs> and it killed its dad and knocked him on the ground, and, and then, then oil, oil came out. Up. Let's just say he didn't die from me. He didn't die from me knocked to the ground. He died from drowning inside of inside of oil. oil. And now we get the pow and the zaps, <laughs> the Batman-oriented pow and zaps, and splats. Right. <laughs> I love uh, that. Every every move that Yogi Bear taught him is becoming a very crucial moment of their defeat. They they have a really good uh, strategy going. One person knocks him out, and the other destroy kills him. I really love the Batman sixty six influence fight scene here, with the pals and the zaps and the basics Basic. and and everything. I I find it to be very entertaining. Yes. Warrior two. Or two. They could do the um the the dog with with no legs. The, the dog. What? That's what one of them. Is was. that what one he of the moves like, was? Or like their legs were hurt, so they had to be in one of those wheeling chairs for dogs that you can that they can keep moving in. Really? Yeah. And that's a yoga hold. That was that was one of that was one of his yoga moves. Well understood. I don't Look. know how they get a three legged dog. Three legged dog. Ooh. Two legged, Two -legged dog, dog and a push cart. Okay, I got called. you. Namaste as the last the last major move. Oh, there's the last one. As we sing over the song that's saying how many that's left. <laughs> I love my man is checking his pulse as he's trying to run away. 
And I love that Gila Point Trolley gets free. How did he get free? I want to know how he got free. And why did he take so long to do it? If he could get free then, then why couldn't... they got free before. He'd be there. So so now they're all free, and we get all the expedition in the Tiger Beat magazine. And he changes his (laughs) name to Boo Boo Bears. I love. I just. If you no bless Lurik, it's mine. If you ever, if you ever have seen a Yogi Bear cartoon, all of the signs are made just like that sign that has his name it, on it. It looks like the font you would normally see it in. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. So. <laughs> uh, 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 they got they they got a fan in the window. Uh, people look coming to see coming to see them. He's like, you don't distract people during their magical time of yoga. Absolutely, it's frowned not. upon. Uh, the yoga is ninety percent mental, and the other half is ba- physical. <laughs> that that was a sign that I've been waiting to read the whole time. Yoga is ninety percent mental, and the other half is physical. Yogi. Ba- Yogi Bear. Yes. Uh, uh, and then there, there, he's a he's a good teacher instructor. As the person who who taught them how the yoga way is now the 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 how proud that they use they use the yoga way to destroy ultimate hate in the world. Yes, and set everything else free. Mm-hmm. Yoga. That's that's the that if any if you were to take anything away from here, it's that if you need to fight a big monster, do, do it with yoga. Do it with yoga. I love that Justin Long is is really found like a a second a second life in Kevin Smith movies. I mean, if you were to find a second life in anything, I would I would have it be Kevin Smith. I, I would love to find my first life in Kevin Smith movies. I love to find a life in Kevin Smith movies. Yes. No, I don't care if it's first or second, third, eleventieth. Yes, and we reached the uh, conclusion of our film with them singing the Canadian national anthem. So uh, no, no better way to stop, and no better way to conclude our podcast. That was our uh, three-part epic journey. Of uh, yoga, yoga hosers. hosers. And we should do this again. What's the next one? The next one? Maybe we could... The next one is... What about young... Um, oh, I was thinking of Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors would be great. And that way we can talk over some songs. And yes. there's so many guest appearances in that. It, that that'll just be fantastic. Alright. good little musical too. Well... That was parts of unknown this week. I this one will not be as edited as efficiently as the MCD shows have been. <laughs> well, we won't have an introduction each time. This every time we'll just continue the uh, conversation. <laughs> so your name is Rick Davis. Your name is Michael Davis. Have a week. <laughs>